0: Wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can, because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror.
1: You were you were sick last week, right?
0: I've been sick kind of continuously for a while. And, uh, I don't know if the weather's just getting me worse or if I have some infection that I'm just stabbing off before it becomes completely full of misery or what, yeah. but
1: I mean, it's like that time of year where everyone is a little bit sick. So yeah. that doesn't really help the situation,
0: <clears throat> but such is life,
1: what else is new? It's been a couple of weeks. How's your internet?
0: uh better i wound up i had had comcast send me a new modem a while ago yeah and so i wound up changing it out the next day i don't know if that necessarily was the problem or if changing it out and then having comcast like reactivate it fixed the issue on their end yeah um was just dropping or speed is or what uh dropping just continuous dropping or weirder still certain devices not being able to get on the wi-fi other devices able to. Weird. Like it got to a point where my phone, uh, Aaron's iPad, some other stuff couldn't get on there. The Roku's worked. Hmm. We had so uh, we could we could watch stuff.
1: Yeah, I bought a Fire TV, and randomly mm-hmm. one night it just wouldn't. It said that our Wi-Fi was out of range. Even though I was sitting in front of it with my phone with perfectly good Wi Fi, so I had to like find how to actually restart it because no TV shuts off anymore; they just go into sleep mode. Yeah, so I had to like reset the whole thing, and then it finally worked, and it hasn't. I haven't had. Oh, so you got a TV
0: with the Amazon stuff built in? Yeah, because it was it was like a
1: hundred bucks. So we have two Roku TVs. We had one in our bedroom, and that one the Wi Fi would just drop all the time. Mm-hmm. So when uh, Prime Day and Black Friday and shit came around, there was one that was a little bigger for like a hundred bucks. It's just Fire instead of Roku. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested to know how, how they compare to each other. I'm I'm a Roku guy. Same here. From a long time back. Yeah. So, um, But I, I don't expect anything with, with Wi-Fi built into it in a device like that to, to work very well or last very long um, before it goes out of spec with everything good. else. Well, we Um,
1: we had a a fifty-five inch in the, the living room, yeah, and the, it's probably about a year ago. Like the, the, it would just take four fucking ever to turn on. Like it would turn on and then the screen would be black and eventually it would come on. Well, there's like a board that you pop the back off and it's like four screws and you can buy one on. I I got one on uh, eBay for like twenty-five bucks, Mm -hmm. and I just replaced it and it's been fine since. But yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. Like nothing's made to last.
0: Yeah. Our Vizio TV in the living room, uh, it's 55 inch. We've had it for a number of years now. I think after my projection TV crapped out on us right after I got laid off from Best Buy, uh, a friend loaned me a TV and we used that and it was like, it was such a size drop. It was like a 30 inch or something. Yeah. Um, that we're using in our living room to replace a 60 inch projection. And, um, so we got this Vizio, and the Vizio is great, and it's not a smart TV; it's just a TV, which is what I prefer. Um, but it does have occasions where it just—you turn it on, and the cable box doesn't send a signal to it. It says not adapt or something yeah. stupid, and that—that that seems more the cable box because you flip it over the Roku, you flip it over to their stuff, it's fine. It's just the cable box, even the the full cable box that we use back in California. Would do the same thing so you have to go and reset the cable box to get it to pick up um but we use a a separate roku box with that tv and it gets wi-fi signal fine Mm -hmm. from the same modem that the cable box that they insisted should replace one that's actually wired in and will work with the wireless um that thing constantly is like, oh, I can't get a signal. Uh, I'm just going to fucking pause instead and, and everything. So I use the Xfinity app on the Roku box more than I use the actual Xfinity provided equipment. It's such
1: a pain in the ass. It's,
0: it's a pain in the ass. And I'm just, I'm, I'm so to the point where I just don't want Comcast anymore. Yeah. I, I, I'm stuck with them for internet because we don't have a replacement for them here. But I just, I can't fathom i read an article the other day that confirmed what i had had experienced several months ago where i tried to get my bill dropped Mm -hmm. and used to be able to call them up and like talk them into whatever deal is going on for new subscribers they don't do that anymore what unless you're signing up for their wireless service meaning like their their verizon cell phone service that they license out or their home protection service uh they will not drop your your bill anymore they're just like well Fucking cancel.
1: Yeah, I was talking to a spectrum guy and I was like, Why the fuck's my internet so high? And he's like, They don't care. They they, they bank on people who want everything in one bill and they just pay it and they don't even think twice about it. I'm like, well
0: It it's like AOL. AOL just stopped giving a fuck and like there were so many people that had just been in that loop for so many years that they just continue to subscribe to AOL even though they had DSL or yeah or uh broadband from another thing. Yeah. And so I I would go and I, it was sad. It was like old people, it felt like they were preying on the elderly of like, yeah, well, I I pay my my 25 bucks every month to AOL. I'm like, why? Oh, because that's how I get on the internet. It is not. It is not how you get on the internet. It right. is nothing to do with the internet for you at all. It's just a shitty program to open up or a shitty webpage to go to. You can keep your email from them for free. Like they don't give a fuck. But that's not how I talk to old people. <laughs> uh, Usually, I say "shut up and die." You know why? Why are you still? Well, they can't hear you, so it doesn't around? matter. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was uh, that? "Shut up and die" was the OK boomer of my generation. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, millennials. Oof. <laughs> you don't. Wow. You don't have it in you. Wow. Like, grow some balls. Where's the beef? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. But yeah, it, it's and I, I feel like that's where that's where cable companies are now. They're just kind of like. Fuck it, you know people will keep paying us until they stop paying us, and then they'll still need us for internet because there's no competition, right? And uh, we've got that locked down, and so we'll eventually just raise your internet bill to the same price as what we charge you for cable TV. Well, we so we switched to
1: Spectrum for phone because they just leased through Verizon, and it was like fifty dollars a month cheaper, right? So, yeah. So, like, do I really argue about my internet when I'm saving fifty, but I have to have the internet to have the wireless? We were thinking about switching our TV back because they have, they have like a streaming only now. Um, mm-hmm. And Hulu's live went up 10 bucks a month. And I'm like, it's not $58 a, a month good when there's at least two other options that give me live locals. Or I could stop being lazy and just fix my antenna
0: and go back to Sling, <laughs> where it was my favorite. Um, but isn't that what we were just saying, though? It's the laziness that they get you with. Yeah.
1: Well... <laughs> It's kind of lazy, but it's also kind of I don't want to figure out fucking wiring in my house that's underground. So it's a little more than just like plugging something in. Like I don't I just don't want to mess with wiring.
0: But how much is it to get somebody who does that stuff then?
1: I work with a guy who has all the tools. Uh we used to live in like we were our back backyards at our old house butt up against a charter tech. So if I really wanted to, I could just ask. I could probably ask yeah. one of them to come over.
0: A couple of beers, a pizza, a shot yeah. in the mouth, and you've yeah. got it down. Yeah. I mean, you're the extra sausage in that case. But <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I heard, I heard that start to ramp up, and it just kind of kept going, <laughs> and then it just never stopped. Right. No. Oh. Why would it? Oh, it shouldn't.
0: Hmm.
1: But yeah. So I guess it is. that I'm lazy.
0: No, I, 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 I'm not saying that I'm not. If, if I. If I had my druthers and was good at anything when it comes to, like, working around the house, I would run Ethernet to the living room, Yeah, you know, and just that would eliminate the whole Wi-Fi aspect of it, at least, and and give me better connection throughout. I, I just, I care, but I don't care enough, and it's still, it's money that I don't have to, quite yet to throw away at things, so I just, I don't know, like that. I guess I'm just fucked. I just I'm just gonna piss and moan about the man keep me down when I'm the man.
1: <laughs> I mean, like I I there's um coax in the walls here, but I haven't taken the time to figure out which one which cable in the basement goes to which room. Right. So this is the only room that I hooked up because this is the only one that I really need a dedicated line to. I mean I could do it for my Xbox, but
0: Yeah, I mean that's how I felt is that I needed to have the the hard Wired internet up here, because this is where I do the shows. Right, right. So it's like
1: at the end of the day, you kind of just decide on which which battles you want to fight.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm too worn down to battle anything anymore. I I fucking I disconnected from Facebook the other day. I uh, closed out Instagram and and like I'm not gonna look at anything having to do with that shit for a while. It's not like I'm yeah. off all social media, but I'm off of the the hardest ones to off the not big, sit the there and have four. the time suck, yeah. huh? You're off
1: the big four.
0: <sighs> well, yeah, Twitter. I've already not been on. What's what's number four?
1: I was just that's uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook,
0: Tumblr. Oh, Tumblr hasn't been. I don't. I don't even since, know. I don't think yeah. there is. I guess probably I, TikTok. Oh yeah. And I'm not their demographic at all. So
1: well, nah, nah, nah. The two guys I sit next to at work, like the one next to me, and the one next to him. The guy next to me is just turned 30, and the guy next to him is like a dad in his forties. Mm-hmm. They fucking love TikTok.
0: But do they love it like making stuff or do they love
1: it to watch? No, they so that the dad's daughter puts stuff girls. on there. And yeah. they like dancing. Yeah. Which is weird. Um Yeah, I just don't get it. Like I think I went on it when we had boats on. And after a couple days, I just didn't get it. And then I felt old.
0: It's just, it's, it's fine. It, it's, it's the same concept of just like that quick succession of, of stuff. So if you just want an endless feed of, of people entertaining you, but in this case, it's people entertaining you by doing the exact same thing as each other. Over and over and over again, right? Which, like, which I, I I don't really want to be critical of. I, I no. get why it's popular. I get why people love it. And and in this day and age of anybody can be an internet star, I, I support that. I think that's great. I fucking make a podcast. Uh, I'm I'm nobody, but I just I know that the demographic, demogra- demographic? Well, oh, that's a yeah, good one. the demographic for for TikTok is not uh, a near fifty year old dude, uh, or it is but that dude should be on a, bu- a bunch of watch lists. Um, <laughs> which again, it doesn't mean that it can't be older people, but it's it's we're probably no, but- two or three years away from adults fucking yeah. up TikTok mm-hmm. in the way that they fucked up Facebook and they fucked up MySpace and they fucked up everything else along the way. You know, it's it's our generation is is probably like not quite the ones, but the the generation right above us mm is probably the ones who are going to be like, "Oh, I should do TikTok. I I heard something the other day about um now there's celebrities on there." Yep. And, you know, that's that's going to ruin shit for people too is like, "Oh, well, why do I need to follow random person here when I can follow Reese Witherspoon or whoever?" And like, yeah, when Twitter became the the like capital of the world and it was all Ashton Kutcher and Kim Kardashian and people of that nature. Paris Hilton. Wow, that's how far back we're going. <laughs> um, and then it just kind of meant that for a lot of other people, Twitter was never going to really add up to anything. Now those people kind of fucked off on Twitter and went to Instagram, went to everything else where it paid to be pretty. And so Twitter at least is more informative, but it's also just a hive of scum and villainy. So... I don't know. It's it's not for me. I, I I don't know what is for me. I knew I do. I do actually a little bit. The slash rap. I'm enjoying the slash rap. Fuck. I, I'm
1: fucking re-download that thing.
0: So, uh Friday night. Are we getting paid night... for this? What's that?
1: Are we getting paid for this?
0: No. I no, I that was a joke. No, I think they're just starting a Patreon now to help pay for some of the features and stuff that they're trying to grow with because they are getting more activity. Do they have but, a stab stabaho uh, feature cuz I'd like that. Yeah. Maybe. Um, no, Friday night, I I hung out with a group that I met on that app and we all watched horror movies together. We watched this weird movie from the early seventies. I don't remember the name of it, but it was like a bunch of theater kids go to this Island to dig up a body to do a fake ritual with. And then all of a sudden all the dead come to life and it turns into Night of the it was funny, and then we, because we were like, "Oh yeah, we're all amped up. Let's let's watch uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And then we watched Wes Craven's Carnival of Souls. And I, shit, that is a piece of crap. Um, <laughs> but it was it was fun because I used to hang out and chat with the people watching uh, Creepy Coffee Movie Time back in California. They were all locals. We're all out of the Bay Area. This was you know not locals but it was a bunch of people who were horror fans that are watching movies together and it was a good time
1: yeah
0: and i erin has done that with some of her groups and so it was kind of like my first time getting to something like that in a few years now and it was it was just fun and that's what i'm enjoying about the slash rap is that i've got a lot of really wonderful people that i've been friends with for a long time on facebook i it, i don't close it down because i want to not be around them it's just that the the toxicity of the feed of Facebook has just gotten so overbearing that I just don't want to deal with it, especially during election times and impeachment times and all this other shit. It's like, I just need to get the fuck off of here.
1: Yeah, that's um, fucking annoying. Yeah. Like the whole impeachment
0: thing has been really s-
1: stupid.
0: And it's a, I follow a lot of people. I'm friends with a lot of people on Facebook. So it's also like it just never ends. Yeah. And Slasher, it's still kind of a quiet town. You know, a twenty to forty people posting one thing every day or so is so different than the like repost of every fucking meme. And it's not like they're not memes on slasher. Man, I would I would pay ten bucks a month to just like force every meme off of every food that I've got. But that that <laughs> is the social memes, media <laughs> app I will join. I fucking
1: love memes. I don't know why. Yeah,
0: I-, I know a lot of people do. And and again, it doesn't mean I'm right, I just know that I fucking hate them. I hate, hate them? them? I, even the good ones. And there are some that I, I love. I think this is really fucking funny. I got to share this one. But I, I die a little bit more inside when I do it. Yeah. Because there's no originality. There's no thought. A lot of times, like like TikTok, there's just the same shit over and over again, but just applied with a, a different name on there. Sometimes they don't even write off the name. They just kind of like paste the other thing over it. Yeah. It's like, hey, this time last year, we were talking about, you know, I don't know, fucking... Who's a little yelling guy kevin somebody the yelling guy, Kevin. yeah he's, he's in all the he's in jumanji oh kevin hart yeah kevin hart yeah. like this time last year we we did this meme and it was about kevin hart being short and this year it's baby yoda i don't know i just like it it's the same shit and it it's not it's not hilarious neither was a joke but <laughs> it is just like it's so like and i have to see it from five different people and five different people, and I blocked the meme page. I'm like, okay, I'm going to block the meme page. I'm going to get ahead of this. And it's like, uh, I make memes for fun and profit. You yeah. know, fuck your page. I block you. But then, like, two other meme pages have already grabbed it and are redoing it themselves. Like, they came up with it. So you can't even find an originality of this. You can't go back to the, like, finding God who made the first dirty joke. I just wanted to go away. I just wanted to go away, man. And, and and it's different if it's like someone that I'm following because they do memes or, or someone I'm following because like, it's just, that's who their personality is. Like, okay, I get it. You know, this is, this is all you have to share on social media. You're trying to keep yourself distant, but you still want to entertain. I, I understand that that's your pitch. Yeah. So if I'm following you specifically, sure, but I don't want to see like 50 billion fucking pages that just put the shit out, get the clicks, get the likes. And then they turn into some like other thing of like, and now we're going to sell you hot tubs. But no, because it's it's a fucking racket, and I'm just tired of it. it it's it, you see behind the curtain, and you realize that yes, you know the the wizard is back there, and he gave you a heart, and he he gave you courage, but he also was standing there with his dick out, and you know that now, and you can't put it away, and you hope he floats off in that basket, and he's wearing pants, but he's not wearing pants. What the fuck? So this is why I haven't been on. <laughs> Huh.
1: That, uh, that took a turn. <laughs> um. Wow. So it's almost Christmas, and we're not doing a Christmas movie.
0: We're not. We. Uh, <laughs> I think we're doing a movie that we probably intended fully to do back at Halloween, and just probably got to it. Probably. Um. No, and I. I tried watching. Well, I I, I did watch a little bit of the Joe Bob um, Christmas special. And so I fell asleep partway through silent night, deadly night two, mm-hmm. which means I fell asleep at the part where they just finished telling the entire story of silent night, deadly night one. Cause that half that movie is the first movie over again. Yeah. Just explaining what happened. Um, and so I don't, I, I miss the rest of the plot after that. I'm, I'm sure I, it was fucking gold, but, um, yeah, there's not. I tried watching some other horror movie that was 80s Santa related, like some kid sees some dude beat up his mom or something. I don't know. And I was just the same thing. I was like, God, this is this is just crap. This is just how many good Christmas movies are there? There is Santa sleigh, in your opinion. What well, and uh I, and Krampus.
1: I think Santa's sleigh is great for I know you do. Uh not conventional reasons. Um, no,
0: and it, it it is at least different.
1: Uh yeah. Did, what are the odds that you saw the new Black Christmas? That came uh, out zero like to two's.
0: to less way less than
1: yeah, zero. I'm not really sure how I feel about that one, but
0: Aaron and I went when we saw uh It Chapter Two, that was one of the previews that played during it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, we've both seen the first Black Christmas and the remake of Black Christmas. And then she watches the preview and she looks at me and she goes, who the fuck is this for? (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, Twitter? Yeah, I don't.
1: um, I'd be curious. But there hasn't been like a horror movie that came out recently that I've been really happy with. That's whole, no, that that's, that's kind of the problem. thing is
0: that I, I'm I don't know that there's been many movies that have been come out recently that I'm happy with. or excited about like I haven't seen the new Star Wars and I probably won't for a while. It's entertaining. Um, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I want to see Knives Out. That's what I want to look at. That I what is what is that about? It it's a murder mystery from Ryan Johnson, the guy who everybody says fucked up the last Star Wars, but it looks really oh. fun, and it's got you know. James Bond and Captain America in it, and a whole oh, bunch of other there's people. There's another
1: fucking James Bond movie coming out too.
0: There is another James Bond movie coming yeah. out. The last of the the James Bond movies with that Bond.
1: Yeah, I believe there is going to be a female next,
0: which is good. No, no, for sure. It's
1: just by the um, the. But they the made trailer. that
0: promise before. That was what they were supposed to do with uh, Holly Bear's character Jinx in the last oh. Brosnan film. And I, I guess it didn't do well enough to to let her expand out her character or for him to continue. That's when I went to Daniel Craig, but
1: huh, I didn't know that.
0: yeah, I Michelle Yeoh's character in the movie before that, I think was also, she was possible. She was cool. You know, I, I think that we've created some good female action heroes. Uh, Charlize Theron had done one a uh, year or two ago. I can't remember the name now. Atomic blonde. Uh, Yeah. 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 That was that was a solid movie. Like I would I would like to see more of that. It I don't necessarily need a female James Bond or even a, a female character from the James Bond universe, although I have no problem with either of those things. But that they can make another movie that hits those notes and does some really cool shit with it. And yeah, give me the follow up to that. Right. To make that happen. I guess they tried to do that with Charlie's Angels, but that apparently shit the bed too.
1: Yeah, the thing with like all these w- female remakes is uh, they're fine. They just—I don't think they need to exist. Like, make a new movie with a female lead. It's we always st-
0: say that about roles for women and roles yeah. for people of color, and I—I I technically I completely agree with that. Um, but we are in an industry that is stunted of ideas and an audience that doesn't like new things that are untested. Yeah. You know, the, they'll get wood over a new Ghostbusters as long as it's beholden to the old Ghostbusters, but if it's a new Ghostbusters that doesn't involve any of the characters from the first one and, you know, changes the the male leads to female leads, oh, they're going to have a fucking problem. They are going to have a fucking problem. I it, in that case Sure, it would have made so much more sense than to have those actresses do something that was akin to Ghostbusters, but not have it be called Ghostbusters. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm interested to see what the new one does, as well, because it is gonna be beholden to the original characters. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, none of them were in the preview. Yeah, and everybody's all tits up about it. They're like, "This is fucking amazing," because you know it's got the kid from Stranger Things because he's in all that shit now. Um, But also, like the girl and it looks like she must be egon's daughter or something cool you know and i i i want to like it but then it's also 30 years since ghostbusters 2 which was you know frankly as much as i love it kind of rank and <laughs> one of the the main reasons to love ghostbusters is no longer with us it's 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 a tough sell it's a tough sell on something that is a beloved staple to me but then i don't want to see indiana jones like with a walker i don't i don't want to see han solo get killed by his son in a movie i right what makes these franchises great is the fact that they've existed in their consciousness for so many years and we love them but they they did it as you know non-continuing franchises to just keep bringing it back and doing it again and doing it again like I, I, I'm not nearly as excited about the Star Wars sequels now, and I don't even know that I was going into the first one with Phantom Menace and stuff as I have been by The Mandalorian just because The Mandalorian is doing something else in the Star Wars universe.
1: Yeah, and, and it's and, enjoyable. It's very yeah,
0: enjoyable. Absolutely, and it's not like the new Star Wars movies aren't enjoyable to me. I, I've enjoyed the, the first two, absolutely, but yeah. I just... To just see them like capping for lack of a better term the uh the original characters I, I like the new characters i would just like to see the movies around the new characters it doesn't have to be han and leia and luke and all that stuff going in there i know for some people it does but i i just i would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't so then i'm not watching this thing that is so much in a, an entrapment of like doing the same shit over again and it's like oh well that's fine but it just feels like the same thing and then doing something very, very different, and like, oh fuck you, you know, you just pissed on all my childhood. It sure would be easier if you just <laughs> didn't call it Star Wars, and then everybody could fuck their, make up a new opinion.
1: Well, or a new or item. Call it Star Wars and just put it in. I think I, I, I do not want to defend any Star Wars ultra nerd because that is not me, and I don't fucking care. <laughs> but I think maybe the the basis for all arguments are the fact that it is still in the originals trilogies and right because we
0: were promised nine movies
1: right um i'll tell you what they're entertaining if i want to see space shit blow up um they were they were fine but i don't which is not your
0: jam anyways right no i mean i think you like star wars more than a lot of other sci-fi stuff because star wars technically isn't sci-fi
1: no but it's it it, shit blows up and it looks pretty cool and it's fine like i a buddy of mine let me borrow fallen order and I'm looking forward to playing it, but I don't know how enjoyable it'll be because it's like very heavy Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But it's still a fucking space video game.
0: Yeah, Levi wanted to do a uh, a Star Wars comic strip thing um, that was his own character creation, but in the Star Wars stuff because he loves Star Wars. You know, I totally get that. And I would love to help him with it But I don't know Star Wars like you get somebody like Nate and Brandon. Those guys know Star Wars. You know, they they read the lore. They've done all the stuff they know about the the original like defunct universe shit now and and all the new stuff. And I think that's kind of the thing is like you if you try to get into that, you kind of have to know it all. And this is this is where uh, fake nerd Corey comes in is like I'm I'm a Star Wars fan cuz I've always liked Star Wars but I'm not a Star Wars fan at the level of other like true Star Wars fans whatever that definition means I don't I don't need to be I don't I don't want to be mm-hmm. um because if I was if I was that interested in it it wouldn't be to to show off it would be because oh I just want to absorb everything that these these stories have that's not where I am you know I'm just like oh this is Star Wars and this is pretty cool great You know, but it also gives me the option to say, oh, this is Star Wars, and this kind of sucked. So I'm all right with not liking this thing. I don't know how much stuff I've been that far into other than, like, comic books. Where it's, like, this consumes my all being. Um, Neil Gaiman's stories, but they're not really connected to each other. If I was a Stephen King reader, I probably would enjoy the fact that all that stuff kind of crisscrosses. And I try to get into it a little bit, but the same sort of thing. It's like I'm just not there. And I think probably because I mostly see it in the films, and the quality is hit or miss. Did you see Doctor Sleep? No, and I want to. You know, I I heard that it was good. You know, I heard from people that I trust that it was good. Hmm. I'm not the biggest Shining fan, but... I would be I'd be I'm interested in that because I I get the reference of okay it deals with the shining (sighs) yeah
1: my complaint is that it should have just been a movie that took place in the shining universe and not a shining sequel
0: right that's just me though but what are you gonna do because that's that's Stephen King you know he well right where is he at in his storytelling? Uh, Levi was giving me information about his new book that just came out, and it doesn't sound like it was a Stephen King book. It sounded like it was a book written by somebody else who read a lot of Stephen King.
1: I wonder I wonder if he's even still writing anymore, if someone's just writing and they
0: put his name on it. If he's doing a Jim Davis on Garfield? Yeah. Which is, there's no Jim Davis on Garfield.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just agreed with you. I assumed you were telling the truth.
0: No, I'm no the what I mean is that Jim Davis hasn't drawn Garfield for a long, long time. But Garfield keeps coming out. He's got a team of people that do it for him. Huh. And it's it's like huh. I'm trying to think of who else has done stuff like that. Like I think VC Andrews, when she if I'm remembering the recited, when she passed away, someone else took over the books. Um i know that happened with the wheel of time the robert jordan stuff that uh brandon sanderson started writing them but that was a that was a circumstance thing but otherwise it's it's a guy who's like oh yeah i I made garfield like what do you do now i i pay other people to make garfield and i just pay for the uh i get paid out by all the t-shirts and shit like who's buying garfield shit now
1: well think about it i bet matt Groening has little to no nothing to do with the simpsons right you don't have yeah. to be good. You just
0: have to be first. That's true. I, I know a lot of people who work at the uh, Charles Schultz Museum that to, to do restorations and stuff of the the strips and everything and do other stuff with the museum and, uh, and Schultz's uh, widow. And I don't take any issue with that at all. Yeah. And there's still Peanuts stories and things that come out. The Peanuts movie, there's a, a Peanuts show on Apple TV that looks pretty cute. You know, I But I guess it's different because it's more out in the open. And I don't know that, I think Jim Davis still puts his name on Garfield and it's not just created by, it's like just by Jim Davis. But I, right. man, who looks at comic strips anymore? It, it, like when's the last time you picked up a local paper and went to the funny section or saw a local paper? <laughs> like, I guess, I guess that's kind of the sad thing is that <laughs> we're talking about something that doesn't even hardly exist. Yeah. A- but someone's still making money off of it. <sighs>
1: Who is the white man? Yeah. You want to talk about Damn Haunt? the man. What's that? You want to talk about Haunt? I mean, we don't have to, but we can. No, we should.
0: Yeah, we totally should. I'm just. It's kind of a problem myself. Maybe in the new year, we'll try to get to a point where we actually talk about the movies.
1: No, I figure there's at least a half an hour of whatever the fuck we want to talk about uh, before we talk about the movie, and we've hit a half an hour.
0: Well, it's also the soft open thing. Like, I'm never sure if we're recording or not. I just kind of like, I assume. (laughs) I just just
1: start doing things eventually. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's better that way. Um, People keep coming
0: back, so it's fine. So you had been told about Haunt by me initially, but also by somebody else who had recommended it. Randy Fitzsimmons. Right on.
1: Yeah. And then I forgot who told me, and then I said something to him about it, and he said that was me. And yeah, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. And then we watched to it, giving him his due
0: three weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks. Ago. Um. So, what did you think?
1: I really liked it. <laughs> In short, <laughs> I did. I did really like it.
0: I I think it's it's good if we actually start out the show by saying at one point or another, hey, you know, this is a good movie.
1: Yeah, it's not very, not very often that I actually like something.
0: No, it, it's been a lot of uh, it's been a lot of dry spell. So what I didn't know about this movie until watching the second time is that it was made by the same people who did A Quiet Place.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Did you see Writer the A Quiet Place 2?
0: Yeah, we're from that. So Yeah. Which I still haven't seen A Quiet Place. I know it's got a sequel coming out, but this was from all I I saw of it, it looked like a very different film comparatively. Like I wouldn't place this next to that and say, "Oh, these are the same things," but yeah, having not seen it, I guess I can't say it too much about it. Um, this is a straight up kind of uh, maniacal slasher esque weirdo, creepy dudes in the in whatever place you're trapped at. So a um, uh, Hills Have Eyes kind of feel or Wrong Turn. I think when you're trapped in a place or a situation that you can't get out of, and it's this weird group of people that are all just murdering you, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Honestly, I think what I liked so much about the movie was the fact that there was such so many instances where you couldn't tell if uh, the the people were being fucked with or not. Yeah, Uh, like
0: there was there was a period of time like through the first couple of kills that you see where you're like now that looked real yeah but was it just supposed to look real did this really happen but they did kind of when they when they let you know they they took all pretense away and like yeah we're, we're watching them kill people now
1: right which um was kind of like because especially there's the first kill so um, back I guess back up a little bit I got to try and remember what this movie is about but it's uh what was it five friends
0: uh there was two guys and four girls okay so um s- so it nice. starts out with the main girl um the it opens with her now kind of ex-boyfriend that she's kind of back and forth with i guess he had hit her in some drunken argument the night before and then he was throwing shit at the front of the house that she stays at with their college roommate mm-hmm. or, or with all of them i guess it was like a some sort of sorority house thing and uh they're like, your, your boyfriend's an asshole. We're going to take you out. We're going to go party, uh, get in a costume, and, and we'll go hang out at this bar. And then meet up with uh, two dudes there, and they're supposed to be going back home, but as they're driving along somewhere, they see this sign pop up that says, you know, haunted house. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's go to this fucking haunted house. And it goes on from that.
1: Right. Um, I believe one of the guys mentions going to a haunted house earlier, and that's why when they see it, they decide to stop yeah, or whatever. But
0: He was complaining about it. I think it was the uh, the one who was the Lyft driver um, was like, oh, I want to go do this. And they're like, yeah, we don't really want to do that. Or we'll do it, but there's nothing around here. Right. I think that's what he was complaining about, is that everything had gone to shit as to what there were for haunted houses. So this thing just kind of like, they're driving down the, this dark road, and then immediately a sign pops up saying haunted house here. It's like, oh, well, that's convenient to the plot, but it works.
1: Yeah. Um, Then yeah, they decide to stop and what have you, and then and so now to my point that I was going to make before is um, that first kill where that girl gets killed and she screams for it. Like, I'm assuming that was real, but they play it off as not being real.
0: Uh, They they shoot the steam up and they drop the curtain. Yep. So that they. They see that, you know, the thing comes down to her face, but they can't actually see that it hits penetrated her. or anything. And they mm-hmm. just kind of like penetrate. Was it real or was it not real?
1: You said penetrate.
0: I did. Now I've got to rest for a little bit. So <laughs> we're we're gonna need 20 minutes here. <laughs> um but yeah, what it what it does is it gives them the excuse to keep going because they think it's not real, but it is points where. Like, is this fake? Is this not fake? And then they break up the group. And doing that, we we get one of them disappears from the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. One of them gets spiders dropped on them. And she's freaked out by spiders. Uh, another one gets blades kind of like slice up her arm and stuff. So she's now kind of going into shock. And it it's the lead up to when they come back together again they're starting to be suspicious of if these things are real or not. Mm -hmm. And when they see their friend who was taken away get, get kind of slaughtered in front of them, even though she's not conscious to do any screaming, that's when they start to like freak out more. And also we're just like, we'll make any deal. We didn't see anything. We don't know anything. Just let us go. So to, and and they meet up with one of the people who runs the place, and he's like, "Man, this is all just a fucking joke." And you know, I'll I'll lead you out of here. Yeah. But your friend's waiting outside for you. You know, everything's cool. We'll just walk this way, and and it'll all be all right. And it's that that false sense of security, which is kind of a, uh, Sid Hagen, the uh the first Rob Zombie movie. Also, those corpses. Yeah. Yeah. Where they come in, and they, which I think was also a scene in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, don't they like go to the garage or whatever and and it turns out one of the guys there is like part of the family? Uh,
1: They go to the the gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it's the
0: same sort of deal. It's like I'm trusting you to be the cool guy and it's like, oh, I'm not really a cool guy.
1: (laughs) Well, he's cool to his friends. But um, the one thing that I kind of wish they would have elaborated on is why these people are like, they have the extreme body modifications.
0: Yeah. So Aaron and I were talking about that uh yesterday at lunch too, because she was talking about haunt and how much she liked it. Mm. And she said, you know, I want a sequel. I want something so I understand what the this group was like. Yeah. And why they're all like finding their true faces and everything. But what I didn't expect out of this was that they all they all die. <laughs> yes. That they they, they managed to kill off the whole clan of them. Which is both good and bad. I mean, bad if you want the sequel, but good in the sense that it actually gives you a closure and makes sense of like, I don't want to, if I'm the person who survives this or one of the two people who survives this, uh, I don't want to like have those, those shitheads running around. So the girl going in and having that moment at the end where she gets her revenge, against the last dude does give you a, a final, like, I'm going to say nail, uh, in that coffin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess now that I think about it, like there really isn't a whole lot of plot to this movie.
0: No, it's oh. it's a extreme haunted house situation, which is always the fear of the extreme haunted houses is you sign these waivers and stuff to go in and you are putting your life in the hands of others mm-hmm. and you don't know who those others are. I don't know that I would ever... Not even that kind of haunted house, but just your most basic thing. I don't know that I would ever go to a haunted house where it's just me and my small group of friends, and nobody else. <laughs> like I'm used to lines. I'm used to uh-huh. like in the '80s, people fucking gathered, and we all did that. And like I don't, I don't want to be there. There's five of us and ten of them, or or even five of us and two of them. But they got all the the background stuff and access to tools, and I'm sitting here without a cell phone and I'm like, oh, I feel safe. No, fuck that. Like that's, but that is kind of inherent to going to a haunted house is being scared and being vulnerable. Right. And how much you let it affect you. Right. It would affect me. It would affect me heavily as well.
1: Huh. Well, that discussion went a lot quicker than I thought
0: it would. It's, it's, without just going into like how the different kills happen. Right. And there's some cool ones.
1: Well, and that's the like, thing I don't want to do is just be like, Oh, and then this day, this guy was killed this way. And this girl's like, like, hey, just go watch the fucking movie.
0: I, I, yeah, it, it's weird to say that on a review podcast, but it is, it's not like the plot is what makes this no. work. God, no. It is. It's the way that they do things, the way that they execute on the, on the kills, on the characters. You know there's there's some depth to the the main girl as to you know she's makes noise like she's from perfectly stable and okay home but you see these flashbacks and thoughts to her her youth where it seemed like she maybe had some abuse from her dad or something so when she goes back to protect her mom it's it's because she's she feels a responsibility to protect her mom i guess so i guess that relationship was good yeah her dad, not so much, but it is her overcoming the fear and the abuse of the abuse from her dad, the abuse from her boyfriend, and everything else, and being determined to not only survive this but to triumph over the the final killer. That's good stuff, yeah, yeah,
1: either way, it was a really good movie, either yeah, way.
0: I did like the one guy who who really was like I just work here. And I didn't know that these guys were this fucked up. And let's all get out of here. And and then he's like, "Oh wait, what the fuck? This, there's nothing in this thing. That where's the gun supposed to be?" And all of a sudden, his brains get bashed out. Uh, <laughs> and and the boyfriend, bringing the boyfriend in and having him be so ineffectual, yeah, and getting a comeuppance is is both. It's a cheapening out, but it's a worthwhile cheapening out. Like I didn't hate it. It's not like he came in and actually did anything to to save her. Um, or prove that he was a good guy. He just came in, and is like, "Where the fuck is my girlfriend?" Blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden, he's dead. Cool, I'm good with that. Perfectly all right with that dude dying. Um, yeah, he's the, the new guy. Um, surprised he survived because he he took some major hits, but he he was both a realistic foil against these things because he's never too effective. Um, but he does do enough to keep them alive and get them out of there. Yeah, I,
1: which I think is is kind of weird because they spend the whole movie like talking shit about the guy, and then he's kind of the reason that they get out.
0: Yeah. No, I, I. That's the thing is that this movie works in a lot of ways because it doesn't try to do anything too outlandish. It, it's it's mm-hmm. it's all atmosphere. It's all the uh, what were those those two movies you watched the first one twice um when we reviewed it with erica who's watching or or the guy who's like and there's a serial killer who sets up all these traps in the house
1: oh the collector
0: the collector yeah yeah the collector in the collection um and now the collected is coming out oh it is Mm -hmm. well that's good yeah, it was it was that kind of feel too. It's like somebody setting up a bunch of traps and things for people. Uh except this was a group that was doing it and yeah. in this weird sense. Like we see them setting the things up in the the opening credits. Yeah. Like they had just made their Walmart run and uh grabbed a bunch of shit and were like putting tight cables and shit. It it I do I am curious with things like the the houses that October built and stuff, I would like to see some background as who these people are, but it's the, I guess it's kind of like the, just the idea of like, it doesn't matter. You don't need to know it. It No, It is enjoyable as it is sometimes to get that, that little bit of extra on the story. Mm -hmm. There could be more of these creeps out there. And these are just the ones who were at the house that night or something.
1: Right. Which I know I always complain that I want to know more and I want to get answers, but sometimes it is better just not knowing. So yeah, I can agree with you there. Maybe that's not, and
0: it just, it was effective and it, it didn't overstay its welcome. Right. The, the different room, like the escape room thing at the end, you know, was used effectively for the most part. Uh, The fact that she kills her, her friend,
1: um, yeah. By mistake,
0: yeah, that was a feels nifty both earned plot twist. and kind of like expected. But that her friend like wasn't so concerned about dying, but is still like, "You've got to get the fuck out of here! They're mm-hmm. coming." I thought that was a cool moment because if it is your friend, they're going to look at it as like, "I, I already know I'm dead, but I'm still trying to save you." Right. Yeah. Trying to see if they're
1: making a second one of these. To movie.
0: I'm more interested in like how it did because it seemed like it hit Shutter right about the time that it came out. So it did. Was it in the theater at all?
1: Um, give me a fucking Wikipedia page here. I don't know if it ever was ever in the theater. <clears throat> um, world premiere at Popcorn Frights Film Festival in August of 2019 received limited release September 13th, 2019.
0: Okay. And then hit Shudder like a month yeah. if that later. So Box that's the thing. Office. There's a there's a number of movies that I've been seeing that are on Shudder that I hadn't seen released anywhere and they're all new. And they look I, like they could be reasonable quality. Like one of them has Jerry O'Connell in it, so you don't know what you're getting <laughs> with that. So it's been a long time since Stand By Me and uh, My Secret Identity, but
1: yeah, has got, got to do something to keep busy. Yeah, it doesn't I'd, look like they announced The Haunt to. Uh, it did 1.8 million at the box office, so not terrible
0: for a limited release mm-hmm. at of a. Horror movie that doesn't seem too bad, right? With like I never heard of this
1: before; it was already out. So yeah, even <coughs> a limited release with no promotion, I'm sure. Next to no, which might. But obviously, the
0: they know purpose. where their bread is buttered if they're doing another Quiet Place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, maybe you know, Haunt Two is just like a uh, something they wanted to do in a Quiet Place. They knew was something that would be successful.
0: Yeah, you do your commercial thing, and you do the thing that you you just want to do. You drink what Plus, you drink, I feel you drink like vodka drink. Yeah, it, and if if Hunt, if the horror community kind of picks up on it and sees it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it's a good movie, it will get enough of a following that the sequel may get more popular mm-hmm. um, by having more of that stuff out there. And yeah, we'll have to see. But again, it's it's a question of like, how do they follow it up? You know, it's right. not going to be the same characters. Hopefully, right. it's not going to be the same characters.
1: Maybe. Well, no, not if everyone's dead.
0: Not if everyone's
1: dead. It would have to be, like, some elaboration on the people who started the haunt. Like, the people yeah. who try to find their, their true faces. is ends up being some cult, and it's like a nationwide thing where they're actually... <clears throat> there are way more of these than just the one. That's
0: but my, if you do my guess. classic, like how these things usually go it's like the first one and then the second one's a sequel but then the third one is the prequel where they tell you how everything happened that led up to it yeah there's that it, it's if you want to go with the sort of cliched way of doing things yeah, whichever people like to do that you don't fuck with what works
1: no i mean that's, that's a valid point yeah uh i guess well, I we could we could like recommend it, but I've already done that twice, so I guess yeah. it's up to you so, now.
0: So, so what do you rate it? Are we rating things these days? We sort of. It I was the fuck marry kill. Fucking even. Oh, I would marry it. You would marry it. Yeah. yeah, I'd say so. That watching it twice in in a kind of quick succession, you know, only about a month or two apart, I I, I wasn't bored the second time
1: yeah it's it's definitely something that i do want to watch again and i want to watch it again
0: like fairly
1: soon yeah
0: it's not something you're putting away i'm like oh i'll see if i get to it right yeah cool fun well that was easy (laughs) that was that's almost a topical show yeah
1: eventually it probably helps that you and i are both very sleepy <laughs> i am
0: oh i like how you're just sinking lower and lower in i your know. Chair as i started you go to realize
1: too. i started to realize that i'm just getting lower and lower and um it is what it is all right well i guess that's gonna do it for another episode of the podcast here we'll talk to you guys oh wait what do you want to do next week
0: um if you're letting me pick yes i would like to do something that um, i don't think we've done yet and i keep forgetting to check to see if we've done it What's that? Uh, it is. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it is an American fucking classic. Okay. Night of the Creeps. Have we oh, done Night of the Creeps? No, I've never. Well, goddamn it, we're going to do Night of the Creeps. It is a brilliant piece of of '80s horror cinema, and uh, and I'm I'm stating that now. I'm stating right now, it is a brilliant fucking film. Wow. I think you're going to like it. <sighs> it's a tall order, yeah, I know I mean, you'll have to be awake well, oh, that's fine. shovel your walk ahead of time
1: Did you just say shovel your walk ahead of time? Yes, how old are you? I don't know uh we're Maybe. not doing the director's cut or like we're just doing the the regular one.
0: I don't even know the director's cut, so if There's... that's a possibility i i that would change things up for me a little bit. I'll... I might have to pull back on my. My high rating, if if it fucks it up, because um, the theatrical cut is just fine, sir. Well, do you? Want... Yeah, let's do the director's cut if we can.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm I, I'll get it right now. All right, well, I guess there you go. We're gonna do Night of the Creeps next week. So that'll do. a good dear. We'll talk to you guys next week. I...